There is more going on than you know. There are unseen universal forces at work. The law of attraction is just one universal law that plays a part in shaping your reality. But there's so much more to know. If you knew how to engage all the universal forces, you could deliberately create the life of your dreams. Joshua, a group of non-physical teachers, explains the laws of the universe and how the mechanisms of physical reality actually work. They are channeled by Gary Temple Bodley, and each week, Gary and a group of students discuss how they are affecting and enhancing their lives every single day. This is the expansion of the Law of Attraction. This is the teachings of Joshua Roundtable. We're thrilled you're here. Hello, everyone. This is the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm your host, Gary Temple Bodley. And we're here today with Kimberly Late, and we're going to be talking about a question from Jean-Pierre, who is talking about a friend who's, it seemed like everything is going wrong for this person. And we all know people like this. Uh, in fact, one of the guys who works for me came to the house today and he goes, can I borrow some money? I I've just lost my phone. And he had been here on Monday to borrow money too and paid it back, and now he's here again. And it seems like everything just keeps going wrong for these people. There's one thing after another after another. And so it seems from their perspective like bad stuff is happening to them. But how can we look at this from a law of attraction, from the higher perspective, to see what's actually going on? Are they really unlucky, or is there something in their vibration? I think you know the answer to that one. Welcome, Kimberly, how are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. Hi, everybody. Excellent. Pleasure and whom did you channel for this answer? The answer for this one will be Archangel Uriel. Uriel. And tell yeah. us about Uriel. Right. So Uriel helps us to explore the illusion. So um, I use a she, even though Archangels, of course, um, are not masculine or, you know, feminine. Mm -hmm. So she really helps to explore the realm of the real and the unreal and to bridge that and explore the roles of what the non-physical does to assist us in this illusion, to help explore oneness. She helps in uh, basically illuminating our consciousness in the realm of the metaphysical and the psychic realm, just all into that. So, yeah, I think his answer um, really fits for her message. Excellent. And it is interesting that we're in an illusion. We intellectually realize that this is an illusion. We intellectually realize that our perspective is limited. And I'm thinking about this a lot lately. Like if you're an ant, you're really living in 2D. You can go forwards and backwards and left and right, but you don't really perceive up or down the third dimension. You don't perceive time. You don't perceive that you're going to die. We perceive a lot more but yet we're still limited because we, you know, are fixated on gravity and time and space and, you know, the illusion of what's going on here, that everything's real. Uh, Joshua explains that really what's happening is we're moving through infinite dimensions all the time based on what our vibration is offering. And those dimensions seem like they're similar to the last one. For instance, yes. if you were to walk across the room, it seems like you're walking, but what you're actually doing is vibrationally moving through new dimensions. Like the mm -hmm. frames on a movie reel 
are individual pictures, but when you keep them running, it seems like there's a film going on. Yeah, and the um, the beings of the light also discuss about this multidimensional experience, and this is why, you know, they always say stay in the present moment because why would you want to go into another dimension that's of a lower vibration when you go into the past, you know? So that's right. why they always say, you know, stay in the future. And as you raise your frequency, you go to, you know, you explore more dimensions. But, of course, all the dimensions are all within you. Yes. Now, okay, so let's look at this two-dimensional reality of an ant. Forward, backwards, left, and right, not up and down. Three dimensions is like a box, so we can go up and down. Um, and then there's the dimensions of space and well, space, I guess is a three dimension time must be another dimension. What other dimensions are there? Well, <clears throat> like there's a non-physical dimension, right? Of course. Yeah. But the realm of the non-physical, it's pretty much limitless. I mean, mm -hmm. we as a human can only conceive certain dimensions. I mean, I myself, have experienced, um, you know, being in the present moment, all of a sudden I see a flash of a multidimensional experience where it's like I'm here in, in similar surroundings, but it's a whole different scenario. It's like the, that movie Sliding Doors. First I'm like, what is this? This happened like started happening to me a few years ago. And it's like, what is that? Is it like my imagination? And I'm like, no, you're seeing another multidimensional experience of yourself. So I've seen it. Tell you some interesting ones, but um, you know everything is infinite. Energy is infinite, so we we are in this illusion of physical reality. We see things as physical. We see things as separate. It's duality, consciousness, and higher truth. We are one energy. So there's many aspects to the illusion, of course. Um, and what is, I guess, truth? It's beyond our human comprehension. And this is why, you know, they come through like the Joshua teachings, beings of light and other, you know, beings come through other channels to show us there's much more, you know, beyond the veil um, and that we are actually one. So, you know, time is an illusion. What we perceive as time is an illusion. Of course, that's a big one. But, Individuality you know, must be an illusion. Yeah, there is actually oneness. It's actually duality cons consciousness, which... You know, that's part of the human collective intention. So we yeah. wanted to explore this and we wanted to expand through the mirror system. Everything is a reflection of us. Um, so we have our soul contracts, pre-birth intention on the Joshua cause of that. Yeah. And then the human collective has their own intentions on top of that. So there's all these interplay of contracts. They're all helping us to play this game. So we're one. So we've got the, you know, if you want to see things in duality, we've got the human collective, we've got, you know, the nature collective, you know, the elements, we've got galactic beings, we've got, you know, all many different beings and they're all playing their role, they're all doing their journeys, they're all expanding all that is. But, I mean, we can get caught up in what we perceive as the external and all these other dimensions of experiencing, but, you know, at the end of the day, the foundation or the beings of the light that says one of the foundations of everything is, um, you know, Light and sound is, is a, one of the foundations of energy and we are energy and we are moving energy, never stagnant. So there's many different things you can explore in the metaphysical, but they all say, no matter how many dimensions, no matter what there is, what we perceive, the most important dimension to exist in is the present moment, is right here and now. I mean, a lot of people I know in the 
community, you know, like in spiritual new age communities, as you maybe want to term it. A lot of people want it to live in other dimensions, focus on other time periods, focus on other worlds, focus on right. other things. But it's actually our life here, even though it seems very mundane, you know, um, it's where we get the most expansion. And depending on your vibration, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this with the answer, but basically the, the beings, non-physical realm, they play roles for us. So people that um, are caught up in fear but also explore like the metaphysical, like to explore like the non-physical but they haven't raised their frequency, plus soul contracts all mixed in with that, the beings actually play a role. So this is why sometimes people experience, you know, in their perception as, you know, the realm of like evil beings right. or the realm of this and that but it's actually all source and they're all playing roles for us yeah. so depending on your vibration depending on your soul contracts um everything is perfect as you know <laughs> and it's all for us they're all honoring our illusion basically if we have certain soul contracts to expand a certain way they'll so honor that you know so it is an illusion of course fear is an illusion but they will honour that dream. They're all assisting us to honour honour the illusion and to assist us, to catalyse us, to go inwards. So sometimes, as we discuss, we will discuss, but people that experience things, um, you know, like everything's going wrong for them, there's a reason for it. Sure. My reason. Well, you know, the thing I like so much about Joshua is that they're very practical because that's what I'm interested in too. So that's yeah. what, obviously, why it's coming through that way. And I'm not... I've never been into the, you know, new age movement or anything ethereal or the woo woo about all of this. I've always been into how to figure out how to navigate this life effectively by not controlling conditions because I, I mean, obviously I used to be that very much that way. And in fact, when I got into law of attraction, I said, I'm going to use the law of attraction to improve my life, to manifest all these things I think I want. And so in that, you tend to get stuck because you can't engage the law of attraction in any form of control. It has to be the absolute acceptance of what is. This is why living in the moment is so powerful because when you really appreciate how awesome the moment is, there is nothing to fear. There is nothing going wrong in this moment. But if you have limiting beliefs, those are going to be mirrored back to you. Mm -hmm. And the point of that is to say, listen, you're living a limited version of the life you could live or the life you intended to live by having all these limiting beliefs. And so we're going to, the universe says, we're going to point them out to you so that you can see where you're being li limited. And most people ignore that. And they say, well, that, you know, I shouldn't have lost my phone. Mm -hmm. You know, I should have got insurance. I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done that. They always believe in the outside conditions or, or the people or themselves, you know, instead of accepting everything is right, realizing how powerful you truly are, seeing yourself from this higher perspective and realizing everything that comes to you is for you. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. So that's, that's interesting. There's so many people in the illusion. Well, what they're doing is they're exploring victimization. That's right. You can either be the creator of your reality or the victim. You're always the creator, but you can explore what it's like to be the victim and have that perspective. And when I say victim, I'm not talking about people doing bad stuff to you. I'm talking about perceiving 
that outside conditions can affect you and that you're living in this, you know, environment of fate and there's random things going on and some people are lucky and some people aren't lucky. <clears throat> if you believe that, you're just being the victim. If you believe that you're the sole creator and sovereign of your reality, well, then you start to see things differently. And when you don't react negatively to what you perceive as bad, but instead look at it from a higher perspective and see, well, what's the information contained in this event? And then realize it's all based on the limiting belief and then do the work to process that limiting belief. Then you move one step further towards the discovery of who you truly are. And since we are all limitless and magnificent beings of pure positive love and acceptance, you know, that is a really fun exploration. And I just started doing that, you know. Um, and so now I see everything as part of my exploration. I don't, you know, I don't really see anything wrong happening. It's so radically different than where I was a year ago. Well, you know, I had come a long way, but especially six years ago, I don't see anything as wrong now. And that just changes your entire life when you reframe your idea of good and bad, right and wrong. When you're not living in that duality, but you are realizing that this is coming to you for some reason, let's try and figure out what that is. Yeah, I mean, it's a challenge, of course, and we are all on this journey, you know, as long as, and the beings of the light say, as long as there is duality consciousness, there's always going to be fear, but it's about processing that fear. So everything, like you said, happens for us, and it's allowing us to trigger, you know, to trigger us to go inwards, to discover who we are, right. and that's why a lot of the times you find a lot of the people in, I don't know about yourself, I mean, you went through that financial collapse yes so a lot of people you find that are in a like you know healers or channels or you know the what you term light workers have gone through certain challenges because it it catalyzed them triggered them to go inwards to find right. themselves so this is what happens when you perceive that all these bad things are happening for me. It's actually happening for you because it's actually the opposite because you are so advanced. You wanted this challenge to trigger you to go inwards and find who you truly are. Otherwise you may just be coasting through life and that's fine as well, but you wanted this exploration. So again, it's all happening for you. The present moment is where you process your fears and the beings of the light always say, the present moment is actually a dimension within itself. It's a portal to access who you truly are. It's where you access the most powerful version of you are. Because if you exist, if you focus on the past and the future, you're kind of accessing other dimensions where your most powerful uh, vibration of who you are is not existing yet. Right. So it's fine. You can do that. Um, and maybe you know, uh, situations or memories from the past or even glimpses of the future comes to you for a reason, but it's not to drill in that. So, you know, it's all about exploring who you are. You are powerful. You are actual God. We are God. We are already lightened. We are already ascended. It's about remembering this for ourselves. And this is why you need to take the inward journey. Right. It's what we're um, doing. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into this question from Jean-Pierre. I'll read his question, and then why don't we start with um, with the answer from Uriel. And here, here we go. Um, I have a friend who lives a strange, 
uh, well, he's French, so he's, he's translating this into English. And I'll read it the way he wrote it. I have a friend who lives strange situations of concern at the limit of the paranormal. For example, she suffered unexplained water damage in her apartment or hotel where she stayed. She has bad luck in many areas, family professional. Because of this, she's engaged in many financial and judicial proceedings. All this goes beyond it, including the fact that it touches the realm of the paranormal. She looks in all directions. She consults therapists and is willing to involve mediums or exorcists to understand the situation and solve it. She wonders if what can happen to her is the responsibility of the hereafter and what mastery can she have. She does not see how to return to a healthy situation. People do not believe her and her friends think she is delirious. How can she get out of this situation? What actions to act, to ask, sorry. What attitude to adopt? Thank you for helping her, Jean-Pierre. Um, we have a ton, a ton. The French people are coming into this stuff like crazy. It's really amazing. You know, U.S. obviously is the biggest uh, listener of the podcast, and then England and Canada and Australia, and then France is really popping up. France and Sweden. It's just amazing. Yeah, you know, awesome. and France, there's no one, you know, what percentage of the population speak English enough where they want to listen to this in English? Mm. And they're the fifth largest, you know, country now listening to these podcasts. That's Pretty amazing. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so let's see what Uriel has to say. All right. D1. There are many forces that influence your human experience many influences that are playing a role with you. All human beings are in the illusionary world, journeying back to the remembrance of love and the remembrance of oneness. Your friend is one more person playing her role in this co-creation of consciousness expansion. Everyone that comes to the earth plane chose certain contracts to explore, to assist them in remembering who they truly are and what they chose to explore here. This journey is to allow them to unite with their purpose, their reason of existence of incarnating as the human that they chose. Everyone's journey is unique. However, everyone goes through this journey as part of a human collective contract. Here lies your friend. Exploring such circumstances is perceived to be the other, perceived to be the darkness, perceived to be the victim, when all that is occurring is the honouring of her dream, honouring her soul contract, honouring her beliefs that she is a victim, that she is not powerful that she is separate from all that is. She is exploring a bridge between the illusionary world and the world beyond the world, the realm of the non-physical. Joshua has been talking about you are either exploring who you truly are or you're exploring who you're not. And most humans are exploring who they're not. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Except that it's a lot more fun to start exploring who you truly are. But it does not mean you will not have fear or doubts. You will have even maybe more fear or doubts, but you're not, you won't live in this conflict that you think things are going wrong. 
And when they say, and when they talk about, you know, they're honoring the dream, honoring the illusion, that's the same thing as, you know, attracting, you know, attracting situations to reflect your vibration. Right. So because they're attracting that, it's actually the beings and non-physical also assisting with that. So absolutely. Obviously, her soul contracts, what she chose to explore here is this. Obviously, you can see that there's a theme here. I mean, I don't know if she can see that, but when you read the question, you can see there's a theme here. And, uh, you know, you can see obviously this person has come to explore such a theme for a reason. And often when people explore such a thing, there's actually a very powerful life purpose behind it. It's Mm -hmm. it's a catalyst. Yeah. So, you know, she's already drawn to like, you know, uh, what mediums, mediums. and all that. So obviously yeah. she has some link already to that realm. And now she's, it's actually on a journey to discover what, you know, what's really there and how this actually can assist her. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, she's on an interesting journey, but she may not see it as an exciting one, but you know, well, everyone who's made it to this podcast, who's listening now or who will listen in the future um, has that, as part of their intention and something in their life has triggered them or catalyzed them to get here, you know? Um, and, and there's, well, you know, we all came, all humans, I would say came to experience lack of something. Mm-hmm. So whether that's lack of love, lack of money or lack of time, everyone's exploring that. But once you've explored it enough, hopefully, you can change your exploration or you can get to the, this information that will allow you to change that exploration. But once you've explored something and you're ready to explore something different, you have the free will and the right to explore anything you want to explore now. And I you know, obviously feel when, I don't know if you've given this answer to you know, his friend, but I believe once she gets this answer from us or watches this, it's going to be another step for her, you know? So I'm yeah. kind of excited for her, to be honest. I know she probably is in this intense fear, but it's like, I can see that this is an important step for her. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll watch this space. Hopefully we'll get updated on her journey. Yes. Okay. Next one. All right. Go to the next paragraph. The non-physical world, such as us, who you name in the collective as archangels, ascended masters, your spirit guides, the galactic ones, and all perceived other entities are also here to resist you in your human role in honouring the illusion of duality, honouring your journey from duality to oneness, fear to love. What your friend is experiencing and all situations that are perceived as unwanted is the result of this journey that everyone goes through in their own unique way. The non-physical realm are always assisting you. However, many of you do not see it. We are always there behind the scenes of your illusionary dream of physical reality. For those particular powerful beings who chose to remember their non-physical abilities, that chose to have their purpose aligned with the metaphysical realms, as you call it, they chose to explore the opposite of their purpose, to enable them to become acquainted with the illusions of physical reality, to fear their reality, only to remember that fear is illusionary only to remember that they are in fact the powerful ones, that they have the power to live in alignment with love, 
and that they have been catalyzed out of love to allow them to remember their missions here and remember that all is divine, including themselves. I just had that image of a superhero and how much power the superheroes have and what their power really is, is to change conditions, you know. <laughs> and this is how our society views power. Whoever can change conditions more obviously are the ones who have power. And really that is completely the opposite of how power works. The power is to think clearly, choose the more empowering perspective, receive inspiration, and push past fear to act on that inspiration, not to change the conditions. Yeah, and of course it's it's part of the human conditioning and we all do it to a degree. I mean, we always try to, you know, be aware of what we're doing and to let go, but it's it's a journey that we're all undertaking. For sure. All right. If your friend is ready for the next stage of her journey home, then she will need to face her limiting beliefs around self-love, self-worth and separateness. When she's feeling the fear in all its vibrations, she will need to turn the focus inwards and see what she is fearing within herself, what limiting beliefs she has about herself. For all external experiences is aligned to the God-realized state. It is aligned to her vibration within her unique source frequency. If she wants to change her external conditions, then she must address her belief system to journey from the illusion of a victim to journey to the remembrance of the truth that you are source, that you are love, that you are one with all that is. As part of the human collective contracts, you chose to explore this reality through mirrors, through reflections of the perceived separate to show you how you are aligned to your God-realized state. If you are in fear, if you see things as wrong and right and wish to judge, wish to change from perceived wrongness, then this is showing you that you are not aligned to your God-realized state and that you are still perceiving your reality within the illusion. This is a journey here and all experiencing is perfect and occurring in accordance with soul contracts, with divine time, with your vibration. What you see in physical reality is the manifested intentions of your contracts and of your vibration. Can you see the game here? Can you see the pathway in manifesting your God-realized state? You were already God-realized, awakened, enlightened, ascended in all your terminologies. You and all that exists as humans have only forgotten who you are. It is up to you to choose love over fear, to choose a oneness perspective over a duality perspective. This is a creative game that humanity is playing and you have always had the choice in how to play it. It is in the inward journey where all illusions fade away. 
for you to remember the powerful source internal being that you are. So this is a system, a mirror system, and your reality reflects your vibration and your vibrations informed by your beliefs and how you're being and, and all that and what you're exploring. And you want a really clear mirror. You don't want to get a mirror that makes you look thinner. You want a true mirror. But the thing is that you perceive yourself by looking in that mirror differently than other people perceive you. And this is why anorexics look in a mirror and think they're fat. You know, it, it is all based in your beliefs. And if you can change those beliefs to see the perfection of what is, especially the perfection of yourself, to, and then to realize that you are source playing this game, and now you can play any game you want. It's like going to Disney World. You say, mm -hmm. well, I'm going to play, you know, I'm going to go in the teacups, but I'm not going to go in the Matterhorn. And then when you get there and you do the teacups enough and you do the other rides and you go, hey, maybe it's time to do the Matterhorn. You can go ahead and push past the fear and do the Matterhorn. You know, that's what this is. It's our home is the non-physical and this is our amusement park. Yeah. And, you know, being source manifested, it's challenging to see that, you know, okay, okay, I'm God. So if I'm God, why do I have the life that I am? If I'm source, how come all these perceived bad things, unwanted things are happening to me? But again, it's all happening for us to remember this. It's a catalyst so everything is happening to trigger and activate us. These teachings are here to activate the remembering. But when you experience fear, that's a catalyst to assist you to go inwards, to look at your limiting belief and your fears. And, you know, we don't know this person's pre-birth intentions, their soul contracts. But obviously you can see there's a theme here. They obviously wanted to, to explore such things as, you know, around fear because... If it's up to them, though, they will need to make a choice sooner or later to keep playing the game in fear, right. and it's up to them then to choose their perspective and realise that it's all happening for them. She has a choice. I don't know. I mean, the, the, the question touches on, you know, the um, paranormal realm, psychics and mediums and exorcists. So I don't know. Maybe she can perceive certain things. We don't know. Um, but the fact is exploring that obviously she has some connection to that. Yeah, but, but it sounds like it in a fearful way. In a fearful way. And I'm going to talk about a personal experience, actually, um, that will help with this uh, question. But it, it's all happening for us. So probably she has a very powerful purpose, but she just hasn't forgotten. But hopefully when she watches this back or reads this answer, it'll, it'll be a, you know, an activation for her to, to change her perspective. So yeah. I'll just go in the last uh, paragraph. Okay. So... All journeys are unique and all journeys have a helping hand in honouring who you truly are. Once you can perceive that all is occurring out of love to allow you to journey home, then you will be able to more easily let go of the resistance, let go of the fear, let go of the illusion that you are anything less than the powerful God created that you are. It is with a love that we come through. We are you. We are one. I change your Uriel. Excellent. So what was your story? Right. So I had an experience. Oh, how old was I? Oh, would have been 
oh, I don't know, more than 10 years ago now, maybe 12 years ago or more. So I've always, as, as we discussed before, I've always, you know, I mean, it had a sensitivity and I could always see angels, even though I couldn't channel the way I am now, I could always, always feel them and see them. So anyway, but I still had belief system that, you know, there was also evil beings out there. Um, I didn't know if I knew that belief it, you know, that much, but I still perceived <clears throat> so much duality at that point. I mean, even now, of course, we're still on a journey to discover oneness. But I know that I still saw myself as a victim. So on my journey, and I know this 100% happened for me to go inwards. What happened? <clears throat> I had some interesting experiences. And over a period of a week, you know, I was having these weird downloads at night. Anyway, so this night I couldn't sleep. Something weird was going on energetic-wise. And then I heard a voice, an inner voice. But I didn't know it was in a voice at that time. I thought it was something externally. I wasn't sure at this time. Saying, you're ready for the next stage. I'm like, okay. <laughs> don't know what this is. Saw these interesting downloads. I could perceive it and feel it anyway. And I could see this like energy going into my hand and all these interesting metaphysical things. Right. So the next day, I don't know. I could feel something was going on anyway. <laughs> And it's interesting to talk about it because it just shows how they're actually assisting us. All right. So I was there and then I was looking at the wall and this, and by the way, I wasn't on drugs or anything like that, <laughs> just, just, you know. Um, and then I could see something on the wall and it looked like there was writing on the wall. It looked like it was in a different language. I'm like, what is going on here? Because <laughs> I had never experienced anything like that before. And since then, I've never experienced anything like that as well. Um, it, it looked like a different language. I'm like, what is that? And I was trying to be like, okay, someone's trying to communicate with me. Can you please, I don't know, make it like English so I can understand what, what is this? And then it was, it is he, it is he. And what do you mean it is he? And I'm like, I was like, what is going on here? And then I saw like these, it was like a cartoon, illusionary projections in the wall and it was like going to different figures and changing. I was like, what? What is going on? Anyway, and it's all about the fear, you know, entities and relations to fear, which is, you know, illusion. Anyway, so, and then I saw it is he, it is he. Was it, it scary? He. Oh, at the point I didn't know what it was. All of a sudden I could feel this, I don't know. And I, and then I said, I saw it is he, it is Satan burning hell. I'm like, what the hell? Oh my God. I, I know. And the thing is, I'm not, I'm not from a really religious background. I mean, when I was a child, you know, I'm in a bit of church with my parents, you know, not, not yeah. religious. So I, I didn't have that instilled like, oh, there's a devil. And, you know, I wasn't really, I knew, you know, angels, but I had never experienced that side. Anyway, and then all of a sudden I saw these like, went to like a gremlin with a staff and it changed to like a pen. And it, it was like, whoa, what is going on? Then it was, it is he, Satan burning hell. It looked like, it, you know what it looked like? It looked like blood, written in blood. And then it oh went all God. over the walls. Yeah, I know. So can you imagine, like, what is this? Okay, then I'm like, call the exorcist, right? Well, how old but, are you? How old are you? So I am 36. So that was, so um, you were 24 or something? Yeah, actually, sorry, 25. My God, I can't even count the years I am. Yeah, uh -huh. 83, maybe. So um, I was about 20, 21, 20, okay. very young. Anyway, uh -huh. so the story goes on. And then it just went, it involved imagery of like my family. It was like I could fear this fit, but get this. And it was like, I won't go into the finer details, but let's just say the images were to provoke fear in me, right? right. 
And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, but I knew this was a catalyst because all of a sudden, whatever happened to me the night before, all of a sudden I felt, wow, I must be so powerful that there is some force, which I thought was an external force at the time, um, that I must be so powerful in, in my life purpose that they're trying to stop me or something like this. So instead I had like an adrenaline and I was like, yeah, like <laughs> I'm this, you know, like I had the opposite, even though I could feel like a fear and yeah. then it was interesting. And I knew I, I had a knowing that if I focus on love, like fear and love right. are opposite. So I just was focusing on love, being grateful for everything that I, that I have, that I am focusing on love vibration. And after a while it was a, quite a, I think a number of hours um, and then it just dissipated by itself. But, right, um, through this journey, that was a catalyst to allow me to remember that I'm a powerful being because I was like, who am I to have this? At this time, I didn't realise that Satan is actually a role. Satan is, are you going to choose fear or love, right? right? I mean, I mean, there's different theories. I mean, you know, Satan basically is not a being. It's, it's a role to choose fear or love. Yes, there's beings like Lucifer and all that, but Lucifer, again, is playing the role and, and it's everything that we perceive as evil beings are not actual evil. They're just playing roles. So obviously I had this soul contract and you can see now that I'm a channel, obviously it makes sense that I had to explore what I thought was the opposite of light beings. Right. But that allowed me to be like, wow, I must be very powerful, you know. Yeah. So, I, I mean, with this uh, lady, a uh, friend of John Pierre's, if she's had similar experiences, she could see that as, wow, I'm a victim and these evil beings are. So you can always choose a different perspective. That was mm. a catalyst for me. Plus, because I had experience with connecting to angels, things like that. So I knew, you know, that I guess I was protected if I had that. Don't really need protection. But um, this was a catalyst for me to go, wow, I must have a very powerful life purpose for this to happen to me. And then obviously over the years, especially more recent years, when I got really into the channeling and all these kind of high perspectives, I now know even more clarity that this happened to me out of love, you know. This right. was a catalyst to show me how powerful I am, that I had a powerful life purpose. And it was and nice that it wasn't like this truly physical event like a car accident or loss of everything. No. That, that you were able to get it from that. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I didn't really understand at that point. At that point, I just thought, okay, well, I knew it was I must have some powerful life purpose, but I still thought it's because I'm powerful that evil forces are trying to stop me, you know, like this. But now I know that no evil forces are trying to stop me. It, they're just playing that role for me, you know, to allow me to remember. So it relates to my my um, soul contracts. Right. And I've had, but I have had the physical manifestation where I think I've, you know, told you um, and, you know, through my channel, like kind of my history that I went through a very, um, let's just say an intense like domestic violence relationship many years ago. Um, it was actually, was it probably f only a few years after that, that happened. And then <clears throat> during that time, I actually thought, oh, this person is possessed because I clicked like that and it was, it, it, you know, there was spirits of like violence and that kind of thing. So again, it was like that, like it went up a notch to be like, are you still going to see yourself as a victim? Right. Okay. All oh, evil bosses are now coming in and possessing people to stop you again, but now in the physical. And yes, I actually saw myself as a victim for, for a few years until I healed myself. But again, that was a catalyst for me to go inwards. And it was from that moment that I had, you know, I knew more of my life purpose. I knew I was firstly, 
to become a counsellor to assist others. But then mm-hmm. while I did that, I obviously healed myself. But as being a counsellor, relationship therapist, then I discovered I could channel. So I can look back and be like, all these things happened for me perfectly to, to activate those abilities within me to really see myself not as a victim. Yeah. And it's hard, especially with Jordan. It is Pierce. hard. <clears throat> yeah. It's challenging, especially when you're in the thick of it. Because the mirror but seems so real. It is so real. And, like, yeah. it, and even at the time, I did not perceive myself as really a victim or had much fear, but I know I did. And sometimes we go through things in life to really catalyze us. And, you know, some obviously some people experience it differently because of the soul contracts. They can uh, have it manifested in physical ways, non-physical ways, but however way we journey it, it's all as for us. It's never, you know, against well, us. One of the assignments we do in the boot camp is to write our life story. And in that life story, you can see all these things that led us to where we are. You know, those, those people who get into the boot camp, you know, um, they're going, you know, for something really deeper and fuller in this understanding of physical reality and who they truly are. And when they look back at their life, they go, oh, my God, yes, look at this happen to lead me to this, to lead me to this, to lead me to this. Yeah. It's really amazing. And that what you went through in your life enables you to help other people who are seeking what you found, mm-hmm. you know, the life that you have now. All right. Let me quickly go on to Joshua's answer for JP, friend. All life on this plane of physical reality is sovereign and fully capable of creating whatever they want. You are a creator, and so is everyone else, including your friend. She's creating her experience, and so are you. From your perspective, it may seem as if another is not creating in their own reality, because if they were, they would choose to create something else. But this is not the case. You create your life, your perception of reality, and you conduct your own exploration. Everyone else is creating their own reality and conducting their own unique explorations. It's always the exploration of self. When you are feeling good and in alignment, you are seeing your reality as your inner self sees it. Your inner self perceives that you that your life and your exploration are good, and in times when you where you feel good, you, you are agreeing. Sometimes you do not feel good, and in these occasions, you are simply disagreeing with how your inner self is seeing your life. Your inner self has more information than you do. Your inner self sees your life from a very high perspective. Sometimes you choose the limited perspective and this brings up fear. It is the fear that you are in some sort of danger, but the danger is not real. Nothing wrong is happening. You are simply perceiving things as wrong. Therefore, you are caught in the illusion of bad or wrong. Wow. Okay. Wow. You, <laughs> exactly what uh, Uriel was saying there. Yeah. You have an inner guidance system just as everyone else has. You are being guided in every moment and so is everyone else. When you feel positive emotion, that is guidance. When you are receiving negative emotion, which is not really negative emotion, it's like resistant emotion, uh, that too is guidance. Since you are always feeling something, you are always being guided. Positive emotion is a signal that your perspective is aligned with your inner self's perspective. Negative emotion is the indication that you are perceiving an illusion. It is the illusion of imperfection. It is the illusion that something wrong or bad has happened is happening or might happen in the future. It's just an illusion. Nothing bad or wrong can happen to you for you are not a victim, but the creator of your reality. The perception of 
bad or wrong is derived from a limited perspective based on limiting beliefs. Without the presence of certain limiting beliefs, you could not perceive that anything is wrong. Therefore, it is never the outside conditions that make you feel anything. It is your belief that things are either good or bad, right or wrong. Since there is no wrong anywhere in the universe, you must be perceiving an illusion of reality and your inner self is letting you know this fact. That's duality consciousness. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, you know, oneness consciousness is a good way. Another way of saying it is neutrality consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. It's yes. neutral until you cast your judgment on it. But the whole universe is really neutral. And, and in the absence of wrong, it's all right. That's right. And, um, you know, the beings of the light have referred to fear is basically the absence of God realization. So as long as we're in duality consciousness, we're going to experience fear. But if we're in a oneness consciousness, I mean, we already are, but if we're aware of this in our illusion, then there'll be no need to fear because fear is tied to duality. And once we realize that we are God and that by being God realized that we are source, we that means you're in that oneness state and that means there is no fear because you're aligned to that perspective. So it is our journey one step at a time, you right. know, right. aligned to that. And it's, of course, it's a lifelong journey. It's never going to end. Of course, some people um, chose to, to remember more than others, but doesn't mean that their journey is more advanced. It just means they chose that for their specific life purpose. So right. it's just one yeah. step at a time. Okay. So what is really happening in the reality of your friend? Is anything really wrong or is she simply exploring life as a victim? If she chooses to conduct an exploration of victimhood, then this is a valid and worthwhile thing for her to explore. Her experience is based on her set of beliefs and her perception of herself, her life, her world, and her role in that world. She is believing that bad and evil things can happen to her. We are explaining to you that nothing bad is actually happening. It is the illusion of that. In fact, all of the things coming to her are actually for her. She may resist the information contained in manifestation events, but they point out her limiting beliefs, and she will always expand as she faces new obstacles. Whether she understands what is happening now is not actually important. She will understand it when she makes her transition to the non-physical. Some people will never recognize their inherent value and responsibility as a creator. There might be a bit too much momentum for them to change. However, the opportunity to change the focus of your attention and conduct a new exploration is always available. Anyone can change their course of exploration to discover who they truly are rather than who they are not. You must allow for others to conduct their own exploration. You need not allow their experience to influence your experience. They may be exploring something that is right for them, yet it is not right for you. You can choose any exploration you like. If you choose to explore your power as a creator, you must start by accepting that everything is always, always right and that there is no wrong anywhere in the universe. If you buy into the illusion of wrong or bad, you are conducting an exploration of wrong, bad, and victimhood. There's nothing wrong with that, but that was not your intention. You intended to experience the lack and the abundance, the fear and the love. You can allow others to conduct whatever exploration they choose, and you are free to choose your own exploration. Explore love and acceptance. Explore true freedom and abundance. 
Explore the magnificent and limitless essence of who you truly are. Explore your authentic self and you will experience everything you intended to experience in this life. With our love, we are Joshua. I love these two perspectives because they're unique yet totally complementary. You know? right. Yeah. yeah. It's very cool. Because, um, you know, at the foundation of it all is going inwards. We have to look at our fears and limiting beliefs, you know, and fear is duality and it's about working on our fears, but also seeing everything as one, which is hard to do because like you might be like, oh, oh, I'm you. How can I be you? We're so different. How can I be the same as the bird? Like, so it's one step because obviously we're not in that oneness consciousness in our conscious remembering. That's why we still perceive separation, but you know, it's one step at a time and you know, law of attraction, what we attract, obviously, like we said, it's, it's aligned to your frequency, your vibration, but also your frequency contains your divine blueprint, which the beings of light call it, which contains your life contracts. So that's also influenced in your, your frequency. So when there's a specific theme in your life, you can pretty much guarantee that you chose to explore that. So that will also help you to let go of the resistance that you're not a victim, that you chose it. Yeah. Also, in whatever that exploration is, that theme is, you are completely equipped to handle it. That's right. And if it comes to you, you can handle it. If it doesn't come to you, it's not part of your soul's contract, right? So you need not ever worry about something happening to you that you can't handle. Yeah. Yeah. But on every level, no matter how you explore it, is always ways that exploration, every person from victim to God creator. I mean, it's just manifested in different ways. Right. But that's why we're here. I mean, they talk about, the beings like talk about it, it's a time of great awakening and we are moving from duality consciousness to oneness consciousness. This is why only the most advanced beings are existing here as human at this time. And that's why there's so much, even more assistance for the non-physical than ever before because what occurs right here not ex- expands, you know, all of the world, all of Gaia, all the universes, all that is and source. So, but it's not about focusing on these external realms. It's about when we expand, because as above, so below, when we expand ourselves, when we work on our own journeys, you know, by your law of attraction, by law of oneness, we expand all those around us. We expand the world. We expand right. all that is. We Ma- expand. Space. Yeah, mass consciousness of the planet. That's right. Collective consciousness. So it's, right. all, it's always the inward journey that you need to focus on. So, right. um, you know what? I'm actually looking. I don't know. Like, I'm for some reason I sense I'm kind of excited for this this person. Like, it doesn't like. Obviously, she's in a lot of fear, but I can see that this theme is for a reason. You know why? She, why she's going through this, and the fact she's already tapping into to exploring, you know, like the, the metaphysical realms plus but in the fear, it'll be interesting to see her, where her journey got. Her, well, look, she got. attracted JP and uh-huh. JP asked this question for her, you know, yeah. so it's pretty interesting that JP is part of her vibration, the vibrational master. Her. So she's reaching us and JP and this information because it's in her vibration. Yeah, and like Joshua would say, uh, how you say it is soul blueprint, which I really like. Um, they would say it's the your pre-birth intentions, right? 
That's always part of your vibration. So you're always being moved forward to there, to, to who you truly are. And you're either resisting it because you don't feel worthy of that. Because it's very big and powerful for a lot of us. And, you know, and so in that resistance, you have this inner conflict because you cannot deny who you truly are. You're always going to be led there. And it's, it's challenging. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I started seeing angels when I was about 16, around a similar time my sister did. And I did not think I was worthy because I'm like, yeah. who am I to experience such love and see this? Because, you know, back then I was like, oh, I don't go to church. I'm not from a religious background. Yeah. And I seriously thought I'm not worthy of this. I'm not worthy to see angels. I'm not worthy to feel their love. Like I would be there just feeling their love and crying for this love that I felt. And yeah, this, and you would think the priests would be, you know, seeing this stuff, right? I was like, who am I? I'm just this normal person. And yeah. at that time I was like, what do I do? Should I go to, a, like, even though I'm not really, like, not from religious, uh, strict religious background, I was like, oh, should I consult some priests around it? Or, oh, what should I do? At this moment I didn't really know what to do with it. But um, they showed me, you know, glimpses of, of a future where I had a powerful life purpose, but then I was not, I didn't, didn't see myself as worthy of it. So that's why. You know, and then as, as you, know, you know, when you're six, I think I was on 16, 17, 16, you know, through those, you know, 18, 20 years, you ex really explore the illusion and you go out there and party and do all that stuff and everything yeah. would kind of bring you back every now and then. And of course, that, those situations I told you again, brought me back, you know, because that was my life purpose, my, my missions here. So everyone explores it differently, but especially those who are sensitive. And of course, everyone that's watching or listening to this. Yes. You obviously, you probably have some abilities of your own. You obviously have a powerful like uh, purpose in relation to light work. Otherwise, you wouldn't be attracted to these teachings. Right. So on some level, there is probably part of you that just you do not see yourself as worthy of it. And we're right. all going through this journey. I'm sure you're going through it. I'm going through it. Of course, I've better processed that. But it's, it's you know, it's a journey. It's one step at a time. So, you know. My God, when I started, I was like, I must be crazy. I didn't really realize, all I knew was Abraham, you know, and Esther. I thought Esther was the only channel in the world. And I thought, I never, I didn't tell a lot of people about it. Um, and I actually haven't, just now, last six months or so, have been posting stuff about this on my personal Facebook page. So it's, that, it's, it's taken me that long, five and a half years to feel worthy of it. Yeah. yeah. And so and now this year, now I'm exploring who I truly am. That's right. And, and, and as we explore who we truly are, there is a lot of fear there because we're like, we're so tied to our identity. If we are something else, if we're beyond it, we can conceive, then who are we? What does that mean? Like, how do I identify myself? You know, it's all that loss of identity and what that means for us. And we are not our identity. It's something we've, it's been conditioned into us, you know. Um, and of course, who we think we are, it allows us to control how the world sees us. So if we become more of who we truly are, which might be beyond our human comprehension or might be something might be perceived as a bit out there like us as channels, right. you know, part of us would be like, oh, what's people going to think? And we right. might lose friends. And you know what? It does happen. You know, it can happen. I've, I've, you know, not just because of a channel, but because it's our, you know, our frequencies. We're exploring who we are. And for some people it's, it's you know, you might go separate paths with other people, but that is perfect. It's like when you're exploring who you truly are, you actually discover your soul tribe, you know. So I know yeah. I've connected with a lot of people, you know, especially, um, you know, through the Joshua community as well. And uh, we've been friends, you know, for a long time. And 
making all these connections, people that are into this kind of thing. But it's okay to also be friends with people that are not into this thing because they're all, if they're in your life, they're there for a reason. Absolutely. And uh, a, mi- a kind of a misconception is that, oh, because we're exploring this consciously, we can only hang around people that are into this thing or people that are not this thing are kind of lesser than or how are we going to have anything in common. But it's actually it's a myth because if they're in your life, they are highly advanced beings. Right. They just didn't choose to remember. So they are probably right. there to act, to trigger you. So they are just playing a different role. Or you're there to, to trigger them. Precisely, or back and yeah. forth. So yeah. we have to kind of also let go that, okay, we're maybe on a journey of discovering our soul tribe and things like that, but there's going to be people who are not really into this and that's okay as well. Everyone's yeah. on their own journey. Cool. All right, what a wonderful conversation. Thanks so much for being yeah. here. Okay. Tell everyone how they can connect with you. All right. So for all the information, you can jump on my website at beingsofthelight.com. I invite you to join our Facebook community, so Beings of the Light with Kimberly community. Um, but if, you know, jump on the website, you'll, you'll find links to, um, you know, YouTube channel, Facebook, Facebook page, Instagram. I've got, you know, podcasts as well um, if, you, if you choose to listen to uh, the sessions, you know, in audio format. Um, got Patreon community where I have a lot of uh, content through that way. So all the links are through the website there. Awesome. Okay, so lots going on in the Joshua land. Um, on I think it's going to be on Monday, January 6, 2020. We're going to start the first boot camp of the new year. That's going to be a big one. And if you want to get, you know, 2020 is the year of clarity. 2020, get it? Right? So th- this is the chance to really get 2020 kicked off right. And you can really, you know, going through this boot camp, it's such a life-changing thing. And you can read about it on the website uh, at teachingsofjoshua.com, theteachingsofjoshua.com. Um, so think about that boot camp. We're also going to try a new twist on it for something else too. So something special is coming with that. In April, we're having another retreat here at the Joshua House. We're expanding it. We had 24 people last time. I think we're going to have 40 or 50 people. Uh, It's super fun, great food, two hours in Joshua every day. We'll have it in April 4th through the 8th, I think. Um, And if you're interested in that, send an email to joshuateachings at gmail.com. We'll send you all about it. We'll also have a link on the website as well. We have the Joshua Live podcast. Uh, There should be a a link in this podcast to that podcast, or you can just search Joshua Live. If you want to ask Joshua a question that maybe Kimberly and I will answer for you, send it to joshuateachings at gmail.com or contact me for anything at that that address, joshuateachings at gmail.com. And I hope you guys have a great week. Kimberly, we'll see you soon. Thanks for being here. Pleasure. Uh, All right. We'll see. Thanks a lot. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Teachings of Joshua Roundtable. Remember, you are loved more than you can imagine by more than you could ever count. We'll see you next week.